0: everyone and welcome to episode number 14 of the building a better body podcast hope I find you well happy and healthy and not much new with me at the moment no real banter as I say for you and I refuse to talk about the weather because that's just dull small talk (laughs) alrighty so let's launch in Uh, I saw an article in the news today should exercise be compulsory at work I really love the article so I'm just going to read a few bits from it um, Ryan Holmes who is the CEO of Hood Suite, and that's a social media platform if you haven't heard of it and he says quote exercise in the office isn't a new idea but it's such a clear win-win in terms of health morale and productivity his company has a gym and exercise before during and after work is encouraged so you have yoga classes that are packed before work and at lunch and after work uh, in the gym, volunteers from the company lead sweaty boot camps and cross-training classes. Groups set out from the office for lunchtime runs and evening hikes. They have hockey teams and road biking teams and even Quidditch. And I was like, what? The Quidditch team that does battle on broomsticks in the park. I have no idea what that is, but it does sound like fun. Uh, he said that they made it clear that everyone could block off an hour of exercise during the day, provided it didn't conflict with meetings, and they made up the time by having maybe lunch at their desk, something like that. Another quote uh, he says, I see employees return from workouts refreshed and better focused on their jobs. Time lost on exercise is made back and more in terms of Im- improved productivity. And a study at bristol university showed that employees who can exercise at work are more productive happy efficient and calm calm i like that that stands out for me there because work can be stressful <laughs> absolutely um you can read a little more about that in the show notes but i love the idea of more exercise at work especially if you have a sedentary desk job you know, standing desks are becoming a big thing. In fact, I am standing at one right now. Not, you know, that standing is is good either if you're doing it all day, but it does encourage you to move around a lot. In fact, as I'm talking to you, I'm kind of moving from one foot to another. I think we need to be a lot more progressive in terms of this, especially here in Northern Ireland. I would say we're pretty backward with regard to changing things up in the workplace. Uh, if employers realise that this is a major productivity boost, perhaps they'll set up and make some some changes in their, in their environments. So that is what is in news today. Now moving on to the topic of the week. I mentioned a little bit about this before in, pre- in a previous podcast, but I am going to talk about fasting or, or intermittent fasting, if you like. Um, there was a study carried out back in the early 70s. A 27 year old man from Scotland who weighed in at 207 kilograms or 32 and a half stone. Uh, he actually fasted for 382 days. Isn't that crazy? Um, just He just had water and vitamin supplements. Uh, he's even in the Guinness Book of World Records uh, for having the longest fast. He was mainly treated in hospital at first but was allowed home for a greater part of the time, regularly attending as an outpatient for checkups. He reached his target weight of 12.8 stone and continued to maintain the majority of the weight loss, gaining back just one stone over the next five years. So that in itself is fantastic, as statistics state a staggering 80% of dieters eventually regain all their lost weight again according to a study carried out in 2010 at the Columbia University in New York. Very interesting experiment and I'm sure it probably wouldn't be allowed to happen today um, but it does show you just how some people can do just fine for extended periods of time without food if there is an abundance of body fat available for fuel. This process uh, has forced his body to use fat for fuel, which there was an abundance of, as I say. Uh, he wasn't taking in any other fuel sources, and that's why this option was available to him. And on a side note, you can see why low carb for many people can be a great tool for a period of time. And again, your body is encouraged to use fat as fuel. So Extreme, yes, but it does open the mind up to possibilities to think, when can you use fasting as a, as a tool? Um, I want to talk about reasons why fasting is shown or has been shown to be useful. Okay, first one, it encourages your body to use fat for fuel. Uh, it increases the hormones that prefer to burn fat and decreases the hormones that inhibit fat burning. Number two, it promotes autophagy, which I've talked about before, and it's basically cell eating, which is a good thing. Uh, it's your body doing a bit of a cleanup, so it's getting rid of old cells, housekeeping, if you like, and then your body has a chance to do this because it's given a rest from constantly digesting food. You know, we do kind of snack a lot today, and your body's not getting a chance to do it to tidying up because it's dealing with constant food coming in. Okay, so autophagy for that one and the third one intermediate intermittent feeding and fasting reduces diabetes incidence in biobreeding rats study carried out in uh, Copenhagen showed that a group of rats that fasted every second day showed the most improvement in weight loss and more so in males than females interesting and number four, the International Journal of Health Sciences has, has a report on PubMed stating, and I quote, intermittent fasting, which individuals fast on consecutive or, or alternative days, has been reported to facilitate weight loss, preventing the progression of type 2 diabetes and cons- consequently improve cardiovascular risk. Moreover, extensive evidence suggests that Imposing fasting periods upon experimental laboratory animals increases longevity, improves health and reduces disease, including such as diverse morbidities with cancer, neurological disorders and disorders of circadian rhythm. Quite the mouthful that. I can't even say mouthful. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so those are a couple of reasons why fasting can be used as a good tool um but when is it maybe not a good idea to try it obviously if you're pregnant this is perhaps not the time to be experimenting baby comes first and it needs all of the food so yes i would not be experimenting at that time um if you're feeling particularly burnt out or your sleep is, isn't on point uh, these are stressors in their in themselves and we don't want to be putting fasting on top of that uh particularly when you're in the experimental stages it, it's something I would only experiment with once you've dialed in your diet, of course. Uh, if you're a sugar burner, you're going to find it very tough to do something like this. When we can train our body to use both fuel types, fat and glucose interchangeably, you know, efficient intermittent fasting can be a great tool. Fasting, it's nothing new, you know, it's been around for years, uh, and especially in religious countries like Ramadan and things like that there. Um, but here in the UK, we tend to sit, sit down and have at least three meals a day, not counting all the snacking in between, because that's what we're supposed to in brackets do. Um, heaven forbid if we, if we miss a meal, but you know what, if you miss a meal, you're probably going to be okay. And in many cases, a little better off by the looks of it. Um, I mean, for instance, this morning I went to the gym to do a bit of a, a back workout and that included some pretty heavy deadlifts. And I did all this on some coffee and a little bit of what's called brain octane. Yeah, that's a little bit of a hack that I'm using at the minute. Um, And it's basically the pure energy part of coconut oil. And I'll put a link to this in the show notes. Uh, So during my workout, I had no weakness or sense of fatigue or problems energy-wise. You know, it was absolutely no bother to me. Um, But this comes with a lot of practice and really becoming in tune with how i feel of course after the gym i chow down on plenty of food but it does come down to the fact that if if you aren't hungry don't feel like you have to eat you know just because your mother told you to (laughs) when when you're eating from the real food palette eating when hunger naturally occurs becomes much easier I know it's super easy to get caught up in mindless eating especially with hyper palatable foods like crisps or or jelly sweeties. Uh, You know our brain is wired to go crazy on these that's why advertisers love it (laughs) but when we fill up on the good stuff plenty of satiating foods you know containing protein and fats there's just less room for all the naughty stuff. So to sum up you know if you're training six days a week and are under you know really going hard at the gym maybe that's not the time to fast and as I say if you're in any sort of state of stress not the time to fast uh, if you're pregnant nope, not the time to fast um, but if you're feeling good it's worth giving it maybe a, an intermittent try so as I say something like um, not having breakfast straight away you know seven o'clock in the morning you can wait a couple hours until you actually feel hungry. There's also some more sort of science out there showing that women don't do as well as men and that'll probably come down to the sensitivity of our hormones and things like that. So that's why again you've got to really listen to your body and and see is this right for me and don't, I wouldn't use it as a weight loss tool. That's not what it's about. It's about giving your body a chance to do a bit of tidying up because you feel like it's going to be okay on the day to do that. So it's not kind of planning it, it's just thinking yep this is I'm gonna be okay with this today because I'm eating a whole foods, foods diet and if I skip breakfast lunch or dinner you know I'm gonna be okay or even better off as I've said before so that brings us to the end of the show today nice and short and sweet uh I like that it was enjoyable so listener questions please do send them along to karen at goodcleanchow.com and if you want to support the show go on over to goodcleanchow.com forward slash support and please please leave a review on iTunes I love to read those and it just helps me get noticed in the the list of all the podcasts that are out there now and until next week have a great weekend Bye bye the purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform it is in no way a substitute for medical advice please consult with your general practitioner before embarking on any new diet or exercise regime.